this is Becky Rogers, and you're listening to Not Quite Supermoms. I am the host of the podcast, and I am so thankful that you're listening today. If you haven't been listening, if maybe this is your first time, or maybe you've only listened to the last couple, I hope that you'll go back and catch up on past episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. You can find us at notquitesupermoms.com. And um, all of the episodes are on the blog as well. This summer, I was just struggling for inspiration for my blog, for my podcast. And I just seemed, it seemed like there were just no good new ideas. And I realized that um, there's really nothing new under the sun, as Solomon said. But I just was really struggling this summer, and my kids were crazy, and I was full-time stay-at-home mom with them, and I just was struggling. I was in the thick of being a mom, and sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it's hard to see any perspective outside of it. So I went to a conference, and one of the things I asked God for at that conference or before I even got to the conference was for inspiration. And that might seem a little crazy because I was actually going as a chaperone for teenagers and it was a teen conference. It wasn't for moms. It wasn't even for women necessarily. It was for teens. And I am telling you that he delivered in spades and I came home just pumped up full of inspiration but still didn't have this idea for um, the book until sometime around the beginning of July. So about a month before school starts here, I started to just have these thoughts about the moms in the Bible. And honestly, at first I was like, you know, the moms in the Bible are very unrelated to us. You know, they lived hundreds, even thousands of years ago their circumstances were completely different. They, Some of them lived in tents. I mean, how can I relate in my, you know, 21st century life with my kids and my husband and the dog and everything going on? How can these moms relate to me? And um, I really kind of just brushed it off at first. But before long, I realized that the idea wasn't leaving me, first of all. And when I started to look into their experiences, I realized that so many of them were facing struggles or faced struggles that were like the ones I was facing. And yes, the settings were different. And yes, um, they lived in different time periods, but the struggles were the same. And I think it's true as moms, um, a lot of times we think that others have it all together and we're the only ones that don't. Um, And I kind of looked at the moms of the Bible that way. But then, for instance, Abigail. You know, before the story picks up with David and her husband, it might have even seemed like she had it all together. She, her husband was wealthy and she had a lot of control in the household and and she probably was able to shop at the expensive stores and she probably just seemed like she was the woman of of the house just you know really 
had it together. And um, maybe I, you know, in the book, I talked about how maybe if she had had an Instagram account, hers would have had lots of followers. She would have just had the prettiest pictures and um, you would have wanted to be her friend. And, and yet she was struggling and it, it became obvious in the Bible account because she had to stand in the gap for her husband. He was, he was being rude and belligerent to David and David was ready to slaughter the whole household and be done with them. And Abigail stood up and, and stood in the gap. And you know, sometimes moms feel like we have to have it all together. And on social media, we're posting our, our best faces, you know, putting, putting the best highlights out there, but inwardly, or maybe behind closed doors, we're really struggling. And maybe we're having to stand in the gap for our families too. And um, so suddenly she began, I began to see her with new eyes and realized that I could relate to her. Um, Lot's wife, you know, I don't, we don't even know her name. She was just Lot's wife. And when you read the story about her, man, that was some, that was, that was quite the ending of a life. And it's just heartbreaking to think, but we kind of read through the passage and just think, well, she was turned into a pillar of salt. It is what it is. And it's true. But if you look at her life, you realize that she was looking back. That's what, that's what caused everything. That's what ultimately brought her punishment. But the truth is, a lot of times we focus on regrets. We focus on the past. We focus on things we we messed up on yesterday, whether it be an argument with our husbands or um, yelling at our kids or, or just having a frustrated moment and we just lose our temper. And, you know, um, we all make mistakes like that and we all have a tendency to look back on them and maybe we dwell on them a little too much. And it it can become crippling when we focus on the past, especially mistakes and, and regrets. And, um, and yeah, so Lot's wife, like suddenly I saw her in a new light. I saw her as somebody that I could relate to. Deborah, you know, we don't even know for sure that she was a mom, but yet the Bible talks about what a great warrior and judge she was. She was a leader. And, you know, sometimes as moms, we have to step up and be the spiritual leaders for our kids because they're not ready yet to to fight those spiritual battles for themselves. And so I realized there was so much more. Even Eunice, I mean, she gets like one verse out of the whole Bible, but it tells so much because it's it's evident through other scripture that her husband may not have been a Christian. And the evidence seems to point to the fact that he wasn't. And so here she is trying to raise Timothy. She's got her mom who is a a follower of Christ. But as far as um, a husband, you know, leading Timothy, it doesn't seem like her husband was in it spiritually like she was trying to. And so sometimes... Sometimes moms have to do it alone. You know, sometimes, whether it be because they're a single mom or a widow or um, just, you know, a husband who isn't a believer or who doesn't believe quite the same, 
sometimes we're struggling on our own to to do the right thing and to take the leadership even though we don't want to necessarily sometimes we have to and the bible says that her faith never wavered so to me she suddenly becomes this person i can relate to because i know her no i don't know eunice i haven't met her yet she's in heaven but i know her i know women like her i know moms like her and i felt like god was putting it strongly on my heart to write about those moms so i started to i started with instagram and you can actually go to the instagram feed not quite super moms and find um the different moms of the bible just little nuggets but the book was the expanded version of all of those moms and um, I realized that the struggles that they faced are a lot like the struggles I face. I realized that I am not alone, that God stepped in and helped those women, or that God was available to help those women. Whether they accepted his help or not, he was there. And he's there for us too, whether we accept it to his help or, or have the faith every single day we're not perfect but god is there ready to help us we don't have to parent alone we don't have to do this mom thing alone and um you know it's it's a lie that the enemy uses he makes us feel isolated he makes us feel like the struggles we're facing we're the only ones facing them but i have talked to so many moms now and i have found that they all feel the same way that they're um, their struggles, it seems so lonely and isolating. And yet when I, when we start to talk about our broken areas and this, the parts that, you know, we struggle with as moms, it comes out, it becomes very clear that we're all struggling with some of the same things. Maybe not in this season. Maybe the season you're in right now is one I was in a year ago. Um, and maybe the season I'm in, you've already been through, but we're all in this together. And God is with us. He's willing to help. He's there. He wants to help. And just like those Bible moms, um, you know, the struggles they faced are a lot like the ones we face. Um, those mom stories are just sitting there. That's what I realized. They're in the Bible for a reason. The Bible says that there are, um, the stories are given as an example to help us to build our faith. And to me, they were dormant. Those stories were just dormant for so long until this summer they came alive. Um, they were just waiting to be on earth, waiting to be recognized, waited to be re related to. And I felt like this summer it finally happened for me and those women came alive. It's like I could see them even though I can't really, but it's like I can see who they are now. They actually have an identity to me and I see myself in them. You know, the book can be used um, as a personal devotional. I have been using it myself um, to study different things and that's really what it was for me over the summer was just really part of what a personal devotional that that God was putting on my heart but I realized too as I was writing that it would be perfect for my life group this fall we just started life group back again last night and it was amazing I don't know if you have a life group in your church a mom's group 
but my mom's group is life for me. And just having those moms sit around my kitchen table, having them in my living room as we study the word together, as we talk about our our struggles, talk about our kids, talk about ideas, things that have helped us along the way. Um, Younger moms are, are worried about things that maybe I've already been through and then moms of older kids are are sharing that the struggles never end and yet um, God gives us strength for the battles that we face. Um, so I encourage you if you don't have a life group ask your pastor or your pastor's wife if you can start one or if somebody in your church could start one because it really makes a difference and, and it's amazing. I know all of the moms that come really um, get some a blessing out of it. Um, so it can be, the book can be used for that. You know, there's MOPS groups. I've, I know there are MOPS groups all over America, and I know that can be helpful too for MOPS groups um, studying the word together. And then um, even for Sunday school, my mom is a Sunday school teacher, and she has a wide variety of ladies in her um, Sunday school class. Not all of them are moms. Some of them are moms. Some of them are grandmothers. And she was just telling me that this past Sunday she used the stories of Lois and Eunice in her Sunday school class and how much God used it to touch the hearts of the ladies that came. And she encouraged me. She said, you know, it was perfect for Sunday school. So that um, was a blessing to me. It can be used for Sunday school as well. There are scripture references given at the end of each mom's story. And those scriptures can be used for Bible reading throughout the week. I took some time and did the extra research to add scripture that I felt like supplemented the idea so that if it were to be, say, a 14-week study, it would be something that moms could take those verses home and study them and let the word saturate their hearts throughout the week. I hope that you'll check it out on Amazon. It's um, a Kindle book. You can read it on your phone. If you don't have a device, a Kindle device, um, I've had several moms ask me how to be able to read it, and you can read it. Um, Kindle is a free app that you can download on your smartphone and read it right there. I suggest you grab a notebook and your Bible, and you just dig in and let the Word speak to your heart. Let those moms from ancient times share their stories with you and let you know that you're not alone. I am doing a giveaway of a gift card. Um, it can be used for a date night. I was thinking that a lot of times moms don't um, don't have a way to get away for a night or whatever. And I know a date night is always a blessing in our house. So I am doing a giveaway. You can um, find the information about the giveaway in the link in the comments of this podcast. I will include the link in the comments. Please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and the blog. It's Not Quite Super Moms. The blog can be found at notquitesupermoms.com. You can catch up on podcast episodes there. You can see the latest blog posts and information that I've been posting on that. There are free printables that you can find on the blog, and I hope that you'll take advantage of those And then share. Maybe there's another mom out there that you know of that uh, could use a little encouragement, a little boost. 
maybe she needs to read the book or maybe a podcast episode might be an encouragement to her, please share with uh, your friends on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I appreciate it so much and I just never know what mom really needs it today. And um, so anyway, thank you for listening. I hope that you'll check out the book. I hope that you'll share it with your friends and family. And uh, please let me know what you think. I love to get comments. I love to get feedback. You can email at notquitesupermoms at gmail.com. Um, and again, go check out the blog, check out the printables. I love to hear from you. I'm praying for you, Mama. Thanks for listening today. Have an awesome day.